0: And start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Positively You podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. And Today, you are in for a treat because the guests that I had on, we had such an amazing conversation about parenting. I was able to talk with Wendy Snyder, and honestly, we could have probably talked for hours. Wendy Snyder is the host of the podcast, The Fresh Start Family, and she is a positive parenting teacher, a family coach, and her goal is helping families parent with greater purpose and intention by creating healthy, respectful, and cooperative relationships. She's certified in redirecting children's behavior and the Joy of Parenting program. She founded her online business, Fresh Start Family, so that she could spread the message of positive parenting around the world. She's the developer of a variety of online positive parenting courses, and she also has a monthly membership program to further support families. And honestly, she is just a delight all around. She gets super vulnerable, shares her story of hitting rock bottom, Picking herself up, loading herself up with tools, and just equipping herself with this tool belt of all of these different things that she can do in order to have the parenting experience and create the family legacy that she really, really wants. This conversation will give you so many tips. You're going to love it. Let's just get right into it right now. Here you go. All right. I am so excited to introduce our guest on the podcast for today. I have Wendy from Fresh Start Family on, and we're going to talk all things parenting, motherhood, family. And I'm just thrilled to have you here. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you so much for having me, Jesse. I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be a good chat. It sure is. So, for anyone who doesn't know who you are or is not familiar with Fresh Start Wendy and Fresh Start Family, Do you want to introduce yourself and just give us a little info on who you are and what you do? Yes, I would love to. So... I'm a positive parenting educator and family life coach,
1: and I love teaching positive parenting. I love doing life coaching with parents, and it is just my jam. So um, I own a company called Fresh Start Family, and we have just the honor of supporting families from all over the world now. It's an online education platform where we have courses and um, an online membership program, and I just love supporting parents so they can fill up their toolkit, I say, so they can truly be at choice. Because I think my heart drew me to this work because I think when my kids were younger, so the way I found this work is I really hit like rock bottom as a mother. I, have, I was blessed with a strong-willed child. She was my first. And um, I was just so surprised by how hard it was. And I thought I was like, you know, kind of I don't know if I put my head down and I worked hard, I thought I really could reach success with anything I wanted to do in my life. And then parenthood was like, no, this is going to be, this is going to take more than just working hard. This is going to take some heart change. And um, so, yeah, I just really hit rock bottom when my daughter was about three and I did, just didn't know what to do with her strong will. And I really at the time just thought I had the classic choices, which I like to refer to as kind of the hand-me-down tactics fear, force, bribery, and rewards, right? Threats, yelling, um, you bribe them, you reward them, or you make sure they know who's boss. And that's how you get a kid to comply. And I just started trying that stuff thinking I'm good with kids. I'd always been good with kids. I was a springboard diving coach for a long time, but with my own, it was not working. So timeouts were a freaking joke. Um, spankings were like the most awful thing. Like she like enraged. <laughs> she became like the hawk. I was like, oh, this is not working. Um, It just was such drama. And uh, I just kind of fell to my knees and said, God, what is happening here? I need some help. And so thank God I got introduced to a positive parenting class, got into the work and the light just returned to my days. And what I realized is that I really was at choice. If I was able to fill up my toolkit with tools that were Based in connection and empathy and grace and compassion and firm kindness and consistency and strong boundaries, all these kind of things um, that I really didn't have to re- refer or rely on those classic four, that I had all of these options. And for a power person myself, this is one of the reasons why I love to work with families who have strong-willed kids is a lot of times they themselves have a strong will. And that's me, right? Like the, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. My daughter is a freaking mini me. It's hilarious, kind of, um, but I have a strong will. And I'm, if, if I feel like I have to do things a certain way, I just, it's hard for me to relax, but when I feel like I have a lot of options and I get to choose what feels right with my heart and what aligns with my faith and who I am and how I want to respect my kids, it just feels really good. So that's what I'm all about is helping parents expand their parenting toolkit so they can really be at choice. And we do that through teaching just a crap ton of positive parenting tools and strategies and mindset shifts and on top of that I'm a certified life coach so I do a ton of like work with parents on the deeper level where there's limiting beliefs that get broken um, there's protection behaviors that get brought to the surface and changed into learning behaviors Um, we just do a lot of like looking at where um, certain habits or behaviors got started in our lives and why they exist having self-compassion with ourselves those type of things. And yeah, so here I am. It's been about a decade since I found this work and my uh, my kids are now 10 and 13. So my daughter is a teenager and she's a delight. She is literally like one of my best friends and just like thriving in the world, which is so cool. Cause I'm telling you, I have a thousand horror stories from when she was a toddler. And I thought like, I I really did Google like, Is is she possessed? I Googled bipolar. (laughs) And now she's just this dream kid who I just could talk about for hours, like how this it's who she is, but this work, thank God for this work. Because if I would have taken a different route with her to like get her to change or behave in a different way, I just can't imagine. And then my little guy's 10 and he was born and raised with positive
0: parenting. So That's what brings us to today. Here I am. (laughs) That is amazing. And I love that story so much because isn't that the goal that when our kids reach those teenage years and beyond, that we want to have these relationships where you're able to say, I love her. She's a delight. We get along. We have this amazing family bond. But 10 years ago, you were like, "Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. That's not going to be the case. So I love that because I think that that's the destination that all of us want are these really strong, happy family bonds where our kids are thriving, where we feel like we're thriving. And so, yeah, like you said, like, thank God for this work and like for people like you that are doing that. So I want to ask if I'm brand new to this and I'm like, okay, what the heck is positive parenting? You say that it's a bunch of tools in your toolkit, which I love. I'm all about collecting all the tools to help you live like the best life ever. So I'm curious what you would define positive parenting as and what some of those key tools that we can uh, start to bring in are.
1: Yes. So, in layman's terms, because there's like a thousand different ways I could describe it, but I like to think of it as finding positive parenting is finding the middle ground between two firm, which we call autocratic, right? It's a lot of the way many of us were raised, like My Way, the Highway. If you challenge authority, there there may be pain at some level where it's whether it's physical or mental. Like you're going to pay the price if you challenge authority. Too firm, too kind is what we call permissive. So that's where kids rule the roost. Um, you know, walk all over their parents. There's not a lot of rules. They're allowed to get away with a lot um, and not really be held responsible. So that middle ground is what we're looking for and what we teach in this work, which is kind of um, democratic land of parenting. So firm and kind. So how do we set? Strong boundaries and do it with consistency. And, um, and that's, that's kind of one way I like to think of it. It's also based in positive psychology um, by a gentleman named Dr. Rudolf Dreikers, which was a mid-century renowned child psychiatrist. So he really taught us about what the underlying root causes of are. Um, for human behavior. So needs, every human being has needs, Um, the need to belong, the need to um, feel powerful, the need to feel valuable, the need to experience unconditional love. And when those needs aren't met, then we as human beings, we will misbehave. It's the same with children as it is with adults. So if we are not having our needs met for that day and then barista does something weird at starbucks like we're likely to like spout off with an attitude or cut someone off the freeway um so we're really just in the same same boat as our kids so it's based on positive psychology and it's all about assuming positive intent in our children you know it's like i think the the classic way is actually assuming negative intent so if a child messes up or a child misses behaves The classic paradigm is really um, a misbehaving child equals a bad child, and that equals a bad parent. So that's where the classics like, well, you need to get control of your kid comes from because if they're having a hard time, that means you're doing a crappy job. The new paradigm in positive parenting, again, assuming positive intent in these human beings and ourselves, is that a misbehaving child equals a communicating child, equals a parent who can creatively and peacefully problem solve with their children. So it's and, and it's through connection. So it's based on connection, it's based on relationship. That's like one of the hugest definitions of positive parenting is that the magic really comes in with the relationship. And I can tell you, again, I've been teaching this for a long time. I've been practicing it for a long time in my home, but I can see it more than ever now, how the the years of putting in the work with the relationship are now paying off. Big time with the teenager. It's nuts. She tells us everything. Like we are her content. She she wouldn't say right now, you're my best friend. (laughs) Like she's very, she's still, (laughs) she's my cactus kid. Like she's still just like very like independent and on her own. And like, like she's just amazing. But so she would never be like, my mom and dad are my best friends. But She uh, runs to us when she has an issue or a problem to bounce ideas off us, to let us know. Um, So it's just the relationship. So we always say rules plus relationship equals respect. Rules minus relationship equals rebellion. So that's a lot about what it is, but it's all of that.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. That rules plus respect equals relationship, right? Rules plus relationship. Plus relationship equals respect which you know we all want. We want that respect. Yes. Well, and I love what you're saying with that so much because I think yeah, we do come at parenting so often as like I'm the grown up, I'm the one in charge and as the strong-willed one and then yeah, when we get those kids that are strong-willed it kind of throws us for a little bit of a loop. And really do you, do you think it takes a little bit of like humility to kind of step aside and be like, all right, this like force and this force is not working. Because I think, yeah. I don't know, how was that for you when you had to kind of shift from the, the four things that you said weren't working into positive parenting?
1: Yes. Well, it is true. So, humility is a superpower, right? Mother Teresa talked about how humility has the power to like change the world. Um, humility is a superpower, and the world and kind of like culture has almost positioned humility to be weak. So if there's a misconception that as a parent, if you are humble with your children, that that makes you weak or permissive, which it really is the opposite. Um, When you are humble with your children and let them know that you are learning right beside them, then it's, it's straight magic. They actually respect you more when you show up as like a real human being in front of them. And when you say to them, Hey, look, Sometimes I I know what I'm doing and sometimes I don't, and I'm going to let you know when I don't, or I'm going to let you know when I I mess up. Um, Again, they are way more likely to respect you when you're like, Hey, look, I really know what I'm talking about here. It's like, my daughter is a great example. We've like really mentored her on how to use an e-bike here in Southern California. The e-bikes are like nuts. We should all buy stock in e-bikes right now. I'm telling you. (laughs) Super seventy three. There now. <laughs> Seriously, they are. It's trust me. You guys are going to thank me in ten years when your stocks blow up. But we've really mentored her on how to like have her own like self control and and understand how to ride a bike out in the world. And you can see how, like the other day we saw her crossing the street when Terry was going to work and all of her friends were going when the walking guy wasn't on. And she looked and she was tempted, but she she stood back at 13 and waited, which is a big deal for a teenager. It's a big deal. I forgot why I got on that subject, but back to like the humbleness. That's what it was. Um so sometimes, you know, I've said to my kids plenty of times, gosh, I don't know what to do here or I made a mistake or um I didn't need, I like yelling's just a habit. Like, that's not okay. You don't deserve to be yelled at. And then there's other times when I'm like, look, literally kids die on the road if they're hit by a car. You know, I had a little girl when I was growing up hit by a car. Like mom knows what she's talking about. I need you to wait for the walking guy when you're on that e-bike alone. And as long as we've got that, you're good to have freedom out in the world. So my point is, it really does make them respect you more. And then as far as like having humility to step to the side when things are really intense, we call, you know, probably what you're referring to is those power struggle situations. When, And I have a, a free workshop on this I can tell your listeners about too. That's really powerful. But I teach parents like what it actually looks like when what a power struggle looks like. And it it basically is anytime you're like, Hey, do this child. And they're like, no, you're like, yeah. And they're like, no, I won't. And they do it in their own ways. Right? Like some won't just won't put on their shoes and others are like, no i'm not getting in the car like i want to just keep playing there's a thousand different ways that they can say no but that is a power struggle and the classic way is to just up your game with the fear and force and the threats or the raising your voice or the bribery and rewards and it's like an it's a power over your children um which doesn't work so well as they become teenagers and it really erodes the relationship now we teach you how to take that like when you're like oh here we are we're in a power struggle This is my child wanting to feel powerful. It's not them being bad. It's not them pushing my buttons. It's they're communicating to me that they're wanting and desiring and asking for power in their lives, which is a human, healthy, God-given need. So you get to look at that and say, okay, well, how am I going to handle this with integrity? How am I going to dissolve this with connection and creativity and firm kindness, but not overpower my child? So to do that, to step to the side is the first step in in dissolving a power struggle and breaking up the routine. And that does take humility. So a lot of parents like to even do that in the first place. And it can literally physically look like stepping to the side and going in the the kitchen and getting a glass of water while you take a few deep breaths and just think about how you're going to handle the situation when your kid has looked you straight in the eye and been like, no, I'm not. And your past is like, oh, you don't say no to me. You literally are like, you know, raise your hand. (laughs) You grew up like that. Like
0: you literally, if you said no to your mom and dad, it was like the fear was struck inside of you and you were like, what did I just do? (laughs) Because I'm going to die now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then our same (laughs) amazing parents wanted us to grow up and be confident saying no in high school and college. Right. And we're like, but wait, no is a bad word it's all, you know, it messes with you. So we do it differently. Yeah. We teach our kids that
0: no is a healthy word. Which I, you know, it's so interesting the way that parenting and how we want to communicate with our kids has evolved. And something that I love so much about what you said about owning up to your kids when you don't know something yeah. Like, we just come to it, and we're the grown up, and we get a kid, and we come home from the hospital, and we're like, Great, we're supposed to know what to do, and we don't know what to do. And I think that being honest with our kids, that when we don't have all of the answers, or we don't know, or we need to apologize oh, that's a rough one when you need to apologize to your kids, yeah. But I think that that gives you more credibility, kind of like what you were saying, when you do know, because yeah. then your kid's not eye rolling all the time, right? Like, Oh, my mom thinks she knows everything. That when you're like, yeah, no, actually, listen up, kid, because here is where I do know, and when I don't, you're going to know it. And I think, like you said, that helps that relationship bond kind of grow because you're both coming at the relationship as humans, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, and that's what creates true
1: respect. So I teach a lot about true power. Versus like there's a book called power versus force and a lot of classic parenting is force, not true power. So true power is what you're talking about where you actually influence your children and they look up to you because they just flat respect you. They respect the kind of human you are. They respect how much you love them. They respect how wise you are, how much you do know. Um, That's way different than being forced into compliance and respecting you because you're an elder and because they have to. Um you just want to show your kids like you want to influence them with with true power. And that's what happens when you have humility and all all the all the tools, compassion, connection, empathy,
0: um teaching with logical consequences versus punishment, that type of stuff. Awesome. I love that so much because I'm thinking of instances where we want someone to act a certain way, but we want them to want to do that. Right. Like we, a classic argument, right. With our spouse, like they should want to do the dishes. I shouldn't have to tell them to do the dishes. They should want to. And I think that's kind of what I'm hearing with that, that um, power versus force is that gets them to want to respect you, not feel fear that they need to respect you, which. Yes. And Let's just go
1: into that one a little example a little bit more, just to give a little bit more context. So the classic, right, would be um, do the dishes or else, like you won't get, you, you won't have any iPad this weekend or um, like you're going to go to bed early, whatever, enter in your favorite threat. <laughs> um, but like that's, we know how to do that. It's like the back of our hand. Again, no one needs to train you on how to threaten a kid or, you know, threaten a, a consequence or a punishment, right? So that's power over that's fear and force. So, and that's how you influence them. You want them to like actually unload the dishwasher and and put the dishes away. The other way would be like, Hey, um, let's work as a team. Let's get this done. And then afterwards you say, or or before you could say them before, Hey, look, how do we feel when we walk in this kitchen? It's like straight chaos. Like if you needed a fork right now, where, where would you get it? You'd have to go like find one at the bottom of the dish and then wash it or use some random old like plastic fork that's going to break when you go to cut your pizza or whatever it is, right? Like that, like, how does it feel right now in your body? What are your thoughts? Like, is it going to be easy for you to grab a sandwich before you head to your play date or to find your goldfish, your favorite goldfish, like in this very messy kitchen. And then after, okay, well, let's work as a team. Let's take care of this. You get it done. And then afterwards you say to them, okay, look, let's look at, How do we feel now in this kitchen? And if you needed to grab something, where would you get it? And also we worked as a team. Like, thank you. Because what happens when mom is faced with all the dishes is I get super overwhelmed and I end up snapping. Like, remember last night I totally snapped on you guys at bedtime. You know why? I think I was just overwhelmed. I think I was just scared that I can't handle all of this by myself. And sometimes I get so tired. And um, it just helps me so much when we work as a team. So thank you. Thank you for being part of my team and for helping me because now when we go upstairs, I just feel like I have more energy to like read books with you guys. And you know, it's like maybe we even have time for two more books because we worked as a team. So thank you. Teamwork matters. And it does. It's very important for mama to have a clean kitchen. And I know it brings us all peace. And I know you're learning that. But as you get older, you're going to learn that cleanliness and clutter-free kitchens and spaces bring you peace. So thank you for listening let's head up, right? Like you're, so you're teaching lessons, you're thanking them for being part of your team. You're helping them by helping them realize that you are a human who gets overwhelmed. Here's what you found out is one of the ways to take care of yourselves. It's just an example to give you there where when your children walk away from that example that night, they've got a lot of context on why the heck parents care so much about dishes.
0: Yeah. That's, that's so amazing. And I'm glad that you broke that down a little bit because as you were explaining it, I was visualizing that whole conversation, that whole experience taking place. And also on the flip side, kind of visualizing the alternative of the, do the dishes. You're part of this family. That's what I told you to do and not going anywhere. And so I think like, wow, taking the time to have those conversations with your kids, like, wow, that makes such a difference just even how i'm like picturing both of those two scenarios playing out
1: yeah it really does and those it's like life is made up of a thousand of those little situations right and i know for a lot of us we're like man we just can't they just do it can't they just instead of i don't want to explain for 20 minutes can't they just do the dishes cuz i said so well honestly a lot of times no <laughs> it's just not the way human beings are these are children with developing brains who have a lot going on in their lives. And um, it's just, it's a lot of times it takes less stress to just chill ourselves out a little bit and remember we're on the same team, shift our mindset a little bit, then think that the instant obedience is really going to, is what's going to give us the magical peace in our lives. It really, instant obedience is overrated because it usually comes along with fear and force.
0: Yeah. I completely agree with what you're saying. And something that I'm thinking of is a phrase that I say to myself a lot is, am I helping present me or am I helping future me or present Mm -hmm. family or future family? Right. And so I think with that instance that, yeah, a lot of parenting could just be these snap quick things where we don't want to put in the time, the conversation. We just want to win the battle, right? We're just wanting that instant behavior, that instant gratification. But like you said, in the long run, it's maybe not giving us the best result for the future versions of us and of our family.
1: Yeah. And a lot of times like the opposite, maybe, you know, if maybe you're not a big threatener or yeller or whatever, but you do bribes and rewards a lot. <laughs> like the other side of that is, um, you know, it's like kind of training our children to always expect something. Right. And that gets exhausting as your kids get older. Cause then one day they're like, well, what's in it for me? And you're like, yeah,
0: what's in it nothing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're just going to drive your sister to practice because I drove you, to practice, you know, like whatever. You just do it to be part of the team, right? But, um, but I love that. I'm going to use that, Jesse. Am I doing this for present me or
0: future me? Because re- that's really powerful. That's yeah. really powerful. Oh, I, I have to call myself out on that all the time. So. <laughs> well, it's very um, motivating very motivating. I like it. It is. It's kind of one of those like, okay, just called myself to the floor a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm curious then, say I'm a mom who I have looked forward to being a mom my whole life. And it's not feeling like what I imagined it to feel like. I'm feeling Like, I need to go get a full-time job because this is not filling my cup. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling whatever. Insert whatever overwhelming, dissatisfying emotion you want to be there. Where do you come in and where do you start and where should parents and moms look first? Is positive parenting something that you would hope we all kind of move and be more proactive about or is it like, all right, I'm drowning. Where do I get help now?
1: It's such a good question. So, okay. When I did like my whole business plan for, um, fresh start family years ago, I had a mission and I had a vision and the vision for fresh start family is that one day the world will all like, we will have positive parenting education in high school, like in like whatever. I don't know. I'm old, I guess. But when I grew up, we we had like HOMAC, like HOMAC 101 or like, you know, the 101 classes, like you had to have basic skills in HOMAC or basic skills in art. Like, my dream is that, yes, one day in high school and it's definitely college, there will be 101 classes that you you just have to take. You just like prerequisites. You have to understand the psychology underneath human behavior and understand basic parenting concepts um, that, you know, um, harness the power of connection and empathy and compassion and relationship and all these things to raise human beings. So that's my vision. However, my mission is to serve the families where they're at, which is 99.9% of the time they are in crisis, <laughs> which is exactly where I was when I found this work. So we have a podcast too. It's called the fresh Start family show. My husband co-hosts with me. So it's kind of fun to have the guy voice on there too. But episode one talks about my journey to find this work. And it, I, like I said, at the beginning of the, this episode, I was exactly where you're talking about this mom that streamed of it and is just literally like miserable. Um, and so what, what I would recommend is when you get the invitation is to just say yes, right? Like this, this podcast episode right now is, you know, is the perfect opportunity to just say yes, just to step into learning. And There are just so many amazing resources out there now. Um, I mean, I'm just one of the positive parenting educators out there in the world. There's a thousand, uh, there's a lot of positive parenting educators. So if my vibe's not right for you, just go find someone, Google it, go to the library. Um, But there are just so many, but we have uh, a free strong-willed kids guide because I think a lot of times, if a, if a mom is like, whoa, this is way more intense than I thought it was going to be, I have found in my work, again, we've probably been able to serve um, close to 50,000 families now. M- 90% of the time, they have a strong-willed kid in the home. So I really love speaking to those families. I, fi- I usually find that the ones that have a little bit more of a peaceful, chill experience with motherhood, they often have just... Sometimes just not that super strong willed child. And just remember yeah. the strong willed child. Is a blessing, not a curse in the world. They are often the ones that are able to, to make a lot of big changes in the world. They're the ones that often become big, strong, you know, big leaders. The world needs all types of human beings, and strong-willed kids are just one example, but to raise them is really intense. And so um, our free guide to raising strong-willed kids with joy and integrity, I always say without losing your mind, is a great place to start with people. It's right on the homepage of our website for We have, um, that free power struggles workshop that I talked about. That's like a one hour workshop where if families are like, Hey, um, I have power struggles all day long, <laughs> like 50 times a day, anything from eat your vegetables, put on your shoes, stop touching your sister, do your homework, whatever it may be. Um, then again, you probably have a strong-willed kid and I can teach you some basic concepts on how to like get out of those power struggles with integrity, how to step to the side of the dance um, and that free workshop. I'm sure you'll put it in the show notes too, but it's freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash power struggles class. So those are kind of the starting points I always encourage people to do. They're free, right? Like why not? But you do want to just step into learning.
0: You do want to do
1: something to step into learning and start trying new things in your home. You want to pull on that courage to switch things up, take a break from some of the things that aren't working well for you, that aren't filling your heart with joy, that you, when you go to bed at night, you feel a little funny about. Um, You might have a little shame or guilt or stress or even blame about. Um, That's usually a signal that there's room to probably just consider taking a break and like putting in a new tool. Um, And that, that just is going to take learning.
0: Yeah. Well, and something that I love that you just brought up is feeling a little bit of that shame and a little bit of that guilt because, okay, so the people, the woman who's listening to my podcast, the positively you podcast is someone who does embrace that learning and wants to grow and evolve. Same with probably I'm thinking your audience, right? They, they already know that there's something they want to learn and implement but i'm thinking about the mom that isn't there yet who you know is just frustrated who isn't searching who is just lost and as you mentioned shame i think about a lot of times we don't want to say that we're struggling with motherhood we don't want to say that we lose our mind and yell at our kids and say whatever the thing is because yeah. we don't want to share that side but i think there's power in being vulnerable and this is just this just came up with me as as you were talking about if we can be vulnerable about our struggles and then about where we're finding help, that's where we can help find the other people who might, you know, need that, that nudge in order to get there. Because like I said, the people who are already subscribed to my podcast, to your podcast, who were, who were already searching, they're like the two or three steps ahead. And so if you're that person, that's already two or three steps ahead. If you're listening to this, Be vulnerable, be open about the struggles and what's helped you because in that vulnerability you can help lift up another mom who might need that help. So there's my soapbox. Hello.
1: (laughs) well, you just described like my company to a T so our membership program, right? So it's called the Bonfire. It's a support like month to month program. We again, we have families from all over the world now. I think we have fifteen countries represented, and you would love it in there because holy smokes, is it vulnerable? Like we we have families that show up, and I think a lot of times the new families come in and they're like, "Hi, I'm so and so. I'm here to learn. I'm here to grow," and then they probably see like what happens after people get comfortable, and they're like, "Dang! All right, all right. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm actually. I guess I'm really gonna tell you what happened last night at bedtime, or I'm." actually really going to tell you the thoughts I have about my child and I do not like them or whatever it is. Like it is such beautiful vulnerability in that group. And that has resulted in massive success. So that same group, we have a Google doc that my, my team and I keep track of success stories and it's 640 pages long now
0: of families
1: who are like, oh my, they get vulnerable. They say like, this is not working. And it's not just a little messed up. It feels really kind of jacked up. And I'm actually turning into my mother. And I always swore I was, you know, or like, I'm repeating the same things that I hated being done to me as a kid or whatever it is. And they're like, hey, I'm here to be vulnerable. And then that turns into this like crazy transformative success terrain. it's just really cool but yeah shame and blame often I like hang out together too so when we have shame about something and we're not like really open about what's really going on because we feel like something it might be that we're not good enough or whatever, we often it will cousin next to blame. And it's because we'll blame it on our kids. It's because our kids are so crazy or it's because our husband's not supportive. And those two things together will just really mess with you. So yeah, get them out, get them out in the open fresh start family is like if you if you come over and hang out with me on Instagram, you'll see it's a pretty dang vulnerable place. I've written articles about how I've left bruises. I've written articles about how I threw a book at my child. Like I straight up will tell you I am not perfect. And it's still like I've worked so hard to get rid of shame for that. And it's still like bubbles up. But parents need to know that you don't need to be perfect to change. You just have to be willing to like step up to the plate and say, hey, there's some stuff going on that's not okay with my heart. And I need, I need a hand.
0: So. Wow. I love it and I can like sense all of that emotion welling up in you and I'm, I'm just floored with what just stepping up to the plate can do for us and for our families and for the entire world if we're all willing to step up to learning and to being okay that we don't have all the answers and we don't know and that we just, we're all just trying our best like, oh, I'm here. I'm so here for all of this. I have a quick story, too, that just came up. Um, What time is it? I guess we have maybe
1: a few minutes. Um, This is kind of a weird story, but it made me think of this um, because I think a lot of people may hear about this type of work and they're like, I don't know, that seems like a lot of work. (laughs) like I mean, that's like. I just want the kids to listen better. And I don't know. I feel like sometimes I can feel that vibe when people start to see like what we do as far as supporting families and the programs and the courses and all these things. But my friend, one of my best friends that we grew up with, um, my husband and I have been together for 26 years. And we went camping this last weekend with one of our best friends. And this, his name's Jordan. And he goes hunting like by himself in the like woods. Of like Northern California alone for like six days to hunt elk or, or pigs or whatever. And I cannot relate to him at all. I'm a pescatarian and I'm like, I don't even basically buy meat. But what the reason why I'm telling you the story is because he's telling this story about how he hikes in, he's all alone. He was scared to death of bears this last trip. And at the very end, he, he was able to get this boar that fed his family, him and his wife, Annette, who we love. It fed them for like a year in their freezer. And the kids are asking him, my kids are 10 and 13. They're just sitting there asking him like, why would you want to go do that that sounds awful and there's a whole story about the he lost the pig and it started rolling down the hill and he had to put it over his like his shoulders and carry it down the mountain and there's like it was just gnarly what he went through and and he barely sleeps at night and all these things and we're like why would you do that and he's like it is the best feeling in the world to be able to provide for your family and to be out in nature and just to hike to the top of a mountain, to have the views that you do. And it's just an experience like it's no other. And it just reminded me of it's like whenever positive parenting is oddly kind of similar where some people are just not going to be into it. They're going to be like, I'm cool with just doing things the way have, things have been done. And it's not a big deal for me if I threaten or or use fear and force or use pain to motivate my kids. And other people are going to be like, I'd like to really spend the time and the feeling at the end is what I'm looking for. And it really does. I feel like I've gotten to that end feeling, right? Where I'm, I'm at the top of the mountain. Granted, my, my daughter is still a teenager. I know there's going to be challenges over the next, whatever, but it just feels like a million bucks to have these relationships with these kids that nothing can rock your family. Like nothing. Like it feels so strong and it feels like I've spent the last 10 years hiking to the top of Mount Everest. And now I just am able to like sit and enjoy the views and there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. But yeah, it was a lot of work to hike up there. Yeah, (laughs) It was actually joyful too, right? I think you look at the people that hike Mount Kilimanjaro and you're like, Why would you do that? That (laughs) seems like a lot of work. And you just don't understand, unless you're one of those people, like the massive rewards that no one could understand unless you actually go do that type of thing. So, weird story,
0: but that was on my heart. No, I love it. I'm, if you've been here for two seconds, you know I'm a sucker for analogies. So, I completely love it. And it is, I mean, we have an image. Hopefully we have an image and a vision of what we want our family to look like when our kids are teenagers, when our kids are grown and it's that it's worth it to put in the time and the effort, even though we might be really exhausted and we just want to be done that, that the work is worth it for the end result. So on that note, (laughs) um, where can we find you and find more about positive parenting and all of the things that you offer? Thank you so much for
1: asking, Jesse. I know I mentioned some of the links earlier, but come hang out with me on Instagram. I love hanging out. I feel like we can really get to know each other there. Um, I love to hang out in DMs a lot. I love, I'm known to voice memo a lot if you have a challenge or want to ask me a question. I love voice memoing with people. So I'm at Fresh Start Wendy on Instagram. And then, like I said, the homepage of the website always has something free. So freshstartfamilyonline.com right now it's the free guide to raising strong willed kids with integrity. And then lastly, that free power struggles workshop is like the most value packed hour. Come hang out with me. Freshstartfamilyonline.com forward
0: slash power struggles class. Perfect. And yes, all of it is linked in the show notes and over on my website. Um, Wendy, this conversation was so good. Thank you so much for taking the time. And yeah, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for having me. You are such a light, Jesse. So thanks for all your work. Thanks, Wendy. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you wanna take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts, and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jessie, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.